Thank you for joining today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. And thank you for having a desire to be your best at work and helping your organization achieve success. This podcast focuses on tactical actions to improve workplace culture. And these tactics align to our nine principles for organizational excellence. We are all on an individual growth journey in our professional and personal lives. On this journey, there's often a gap between where we are and where we want to be. As we close 2019 and look forward to 2020, a new decade, many of us are reflecting on how well we achieved our 2019 goals and where we fell short. I've been working with our team on our company's next level growth plan. It's caused me to reflect on our own organization. I'm also reflecting on my professional growth and how that growth influences my personal growth. I hope this episode helps you do the same. Going into 2020 with our team will mean new, exciting challenges to take our company to the next level. With this excitement comes anxiety. So how do we manage our individual growth as we take our team to the next level? When we face changes or new challenges, there's a discrepancy between our present state and the goal we want to achieve. Peter Singe in his book, The Fifth Discipline, calls this distance between vision and reality creative tension. When we see where we want to be, but our current reality is well below that place, we experience tension. Sometimes we have high levels of anxiety. We experience emotional tension knowing we've got a lot of work to do to be where we want to be. I've been coaching executives and leaders for almost a decade. I've become a skilled executive coach with room to grow. It's more comfortable now than it used to be. Even so, I get anxious when I start with a new client. This anxiousness influences my professional growth in a positive way. Attention is not always bad. It helps us respond to a challenge with decisiveness, energy, and enthusiasm. We find energy and motivation in working through our discomforts to achieve where we want to be. As we work through our emotions, we tend to obsess about our shortcomings or we ignore opportunities for growth because it's easier to accept ourselves as we are. Or we commit to doing the difficult work to improve and grow. And that means we don't view our shortfalls in a destructive way. We see the gap between where we want to be and our current state as a source of energy. And to do this difficult improvement work, Let's focus on how we can manage through four phases of individual change as we face creative tension. The four phases we use were developed by Noel Birch as part of his work with Gordon Training International. Intersecting these four phases with the concepts of tension gives us a way to transfer emotional tension to creative tension. The four phases are unconsciously unskilled, consciously unskilled, consciously skilled, and unconsciously skilled. We've all started a new job. Let's think about one of the first days on the job to connect to how these four phases feel. As a new employee, our first task is to learn the fundamentals of a new job. When we first start a new job, we're excited, eager to learn, and ready for the first day to begin. And although a little nervous, we can't wait to start our first day. We enter our job unconsciously, unskilled. We don't know what we don't know. Several weeks in, we struggle with a work assignment and get some initial feedback. We think, 
Ugh, this job is more difficult than I thought it would be. And as we continue our work, we get nervous about our ability to achieve our individual goals that align to the organizational goals. And we wonder, why did I decide to take this job? Did I make the right decision? Will I be able to learn and perform? Now we are now consciously unskilled. We may have self-doubt about our abilities to do good work. We're feeling tense. The more difficult the job becomes, the more discomfort we feel. Here's where we figure out how to turn emotional tension into creative tension. Singhi tells us this gap creates a type of energy, the emotions of worry, discouragement, and hopelessness that arise from this gap can be redirected when we focus on the goal and align our actions to it. When this focus doesn't occur, we might lower our expectations to reduce our anxiety, and we might give up, blame others, or hope this moment goes away to get back to business as usual. As time goes on, we continue with being consciously unskilled. We are at a critical learning point where our leader helps us move from consciously unskilled to consciously skilled. It takes both the supervisor and employee to do their jobs for the new employee to manage the tension. The employee has to be open to learning and receiving feedback, and the supervisor has to be highly attentive to coaching the employee through the discomfort the tension is causing. If employees fail to own their discomfort and move to denial and blame, it's difficult and almost impossible for a supervisor to help the employee improve and grow. In episode 10, we focused on employees becoming owners in their organizations. Go back and listen to this episode to refresh your memory on what it means to be an owner rather than a renter in an organization. New employees grow to becoming consciously skilled if and only if they are open to feedback from their supervisor and their supervisor does a good job giving feedback. The place between consciously unskilled to consciously skilled is what I call the critical learning point. The new employee is open to learning. The supervisor focuses on helping the new employee manage through this tension by using key messaging as the supervisor coaches the employee through this emotional learning place. Employees open to learning at this critical point need their supervisors to engage in conversations with them to manage through this point. When we work with organizations, we recommend that leaders hold monthly meetings or coaching sessions with their direct reports. We'll come back to what these monthly meetings look like in another episode. For a refresher on feedback, return to episodes 37 and 38. With good coaching over time, the new employee becomes unconsciously skilled at performing the fundamentals of the job. The employees learn the fundamentals so well that he can perform at high levels again and again. He can transfer skills to other learning situations, and he achieves the organizational goals. I've found that it takes new employees about six months to a year to learn the fundamentals of a new job or to move from unconsciously unskilled to consciously skilled. Now a year into the job, it's time to advance the skills of the employee and the individual phases of change start again. Because of the strong supervisor and employee relationship and employee confidence for managing tension, the employee has greater opportunity to achieve success at a more advanced level. In our organization, we are ending our fiscal year and know how well we've achieved our goals this year. 
In January, we start our new fiscal year with higher goals. When we enter the year, we enter with excitement and a little anxiety about the higher goals over the previous years. We monitor results weekly, monthly, and quarterly. The process we use is intended to keep the right amount of tension on our team. Think of stretching a rubber band. The top of the rubber band is the stretch goal, and the bottom of the rubber band is the current state. As our teams experience emotional tension, we as leaders need to know when to loosen and tighten the rubber band. Why? We want to create the right level of tension to keep teams engaged, but not to the point they feel helpless. As a leader, we have to know when and to what extent to pull and release the rubber band. If we feel we have to release the rubber band to the extent our teams are not achieving expectations and goals, we need to evaluate our systems, processes, and talent. Whew, man. That makes leadership so difficult and rewarding at the same time. Lowering goals is not an option. Achieving goals is a must in an organization. Developing, managing, and coaching our teams helps us achieve goals. Both leaders and employees share this responsibility. Leaders are responsible for coaching their teams, and team members are responsible for being open to learning and growing. In summary, when we set goals, think of the rubber band. Our stretch goals are set by thinking about pulling the rubber band as high as we can up and down. We make sure we note where this is so that we can work to achieve stretch goals. We slightly loosen the rubber band to map out our annual goals. Now we've established challenging yet doable goals. The goal at this level is aligned to individual performance. Individuals on our teams will move up and down the competence and consciousness continuum. Supervisors are responsible for coaching new employees to work through denial and blame, open their minds to feedback about improvement, shift from emotional to creative attention at the critical learning point along the continuum, achieve individual goals aligned to organizational goals of success. As we end 2019 and begin a new year, reflect on your professional growth this past year by determining the areas of your work where you are in each of the four phases. Where are you unconsciously unskilled? I don't know what I don't know. Where are you consciously unskilled? It's more difficult than I thought it'd be. I'm losing my excitement. Where are you consciously skilled? I've worked through the anxiety and I am now achieving the goals. And where are you unconsciously skilled? I've completed the work so often and so well, it's a natural part of the work I do to achieve. If you feel like you are in the last phase with all or the majority of your work, intentionally do something new to challenge yourself. I've found that some of the most difficult people to change are those who are living in unconsciously skilled. When we live there, we're comfortable with where we are and disrupting a comfortable place is difficult. When I think about this phase, I tend to think about how I judge physicians. This past August, my 86-year-old dad had a knee replacement. I wanted his surgeon to be unconsciously skilled with knee replacements. I also wanted to know that the surgeon continuously challenges himself to learn new, updated procedures as the industry changes. I'm sure when surgeons learn something new after being comfortable with their current way of operating, They experience initial discomfort. 
Similar to my dad's surgeon, I also know that most surgeons will work through those discomforts again and again. That's what makes them reliable. Let's continue to challenge ourselves to be our best at work. And let's apply what we learned from this episode and other episodes to be the best person we can be. Let's honor ourselves to honor others. Like my father's surgeon, do the difficult work to be reliable. You will be known to others as a difference maker in your organizations. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. I look forward to connecting with you next week as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.